ten years. Three boys. One question. Are we friends? To the second annual Halloween roast by Are We Friends. I am your co-host Taylor. I am your co-co-host Brian, and I'm Jorge. And this is the blood party where your three favorite scared little boys go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually terrified friends anymore, or if it's just a creepy inertia. This week, we are starting Halloween off with an interest of Jorge's. Jorge, what are we talking about this week? Uh, we are talking about werewolves. Of the teen variety? Uh, sometimes. If you, if you couldn't get that from your headphones that are on the floor right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You're still we, listening. No, we kept it together. We kept it relatively together. We, I hope so. We had to rehearse yeah. it once or twice. The, 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 <laughs> the thing, the, the audio levels didn't break out of it like a cartoon thermometer when they really have a giant fever, so yeah. we're okay. Is that is that our first rehearsal ever, you think? It's our yeah. first successful. <laughs> I, can, I can say without thinking about it, it is our first rehearsal ever. I think we did a we did like a commercial early on. Oh no no that was oh, oh, you mean where I recorded wait, the same wait, sentence wait, seventeen wait. times and was furious at myself each time I heard it. Yeah, we did do that. That was more of a fun. fever dream than a rehearsal, but yes. Point Speaking still of fever dream, one of the first things Whoa. I watched this season was the episode of Goosebumps called "The Werewolf of Fever Swamp." Nice tie-in. Yes. Uh, yeah, so... Is that what inspired you to do this episode? Absolutely not. I just love <laughs> werewolves. Yeah, so what is it about werewolves that you ah, particularly yeah. like? <laughs> you know, I couldn't really tell you because most things that have come out that involve werewolves are not very good. I know I... <laughs> okay. <laughs> love to use them in Call of Cthulhu. The The werewolf page in my manual literally fell out because I used it so much. <laughs> That's fucking awesome no i remember uh, I, d I did a D, D campaign where i kept hiding a werewolf uh throughout the episode because i had one player who desperately wanted to become one and it would be the only thing that they would miss every time <laughs> so i wrote a in universe i wrote a book called wang's fangs and everything in between a book on lycanthropy by galen asapopoulos and they never well, found it of course he did yeah, but, yeah. so in my universe wang's fangs and everything in between <laughs> Yeah, when it comes to something like an RPG and there's players or, or even a narrative as well, there's something cool about werewolves and vampires have the same thing where there is a there's like a way to defeat them where you don't need to be super buff or have a perfect mm -hmm. weapon or anything. They have like very key weaknesses that you can use against them with werewolves. It'd be uh, silver wolfsbane. Yes. Burning them. It not being the full moon although i prefer when eight to 12 or 14 hours of the day yes you're right that's why i don't and like when it's full moon only werewolves. and 27 days out of the month well, i feel like there are yeah there are three versions right there's the one night of the full moon uh where they get it there's the three nights of like mm -hmm. the the waning the full and the sorry the waxing the full and the waning full moon uh, and then there's like, yeah, you know, my name's Jacob, and I'm gonna bite Edward or something all the time. The at oh the at will werewolf. Yeah, at okay, will so werewolf. Yeah, I am down for at will. I'm also okay with just every night because more werewolf, more better. I think. I would lean towards that. Yeah. What I don't like is non bipedal werewolves. I think oh, when they just I, turn into wolves, except yeah. for an American werewolf in London. 
But he's not even really just like a wolf. I would argue he's not just turning into a wolf. He is absolutely turning into a werewolf that's just so savage it can't even absolutely bother to try and stand up on two like two legs. That's it's just like guck, 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 immediately. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about somebody turning into a wolf, dude. I don't care how big the wolf is. It's yeah, got it's, it's got to be a werewolf, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, that's I the absolutely whole point agree. Of change like to be a weird monster thing. I don't want to just be a cuz McGonagall could do that in Harry Potter if she wanted to. Yeah, and that's just, cool for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, but Not, again, like I don't want to be able to cast some German shepherd as the werewolf. Like I want you to make a thing exactly. for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. It feels and like you're being really prejudicial against German shepherds, but I'm I think let the that Germans, I think the Germans can take it. I think all the shepherds no, in Germany the, can take it. Well, <laughs> oh, see, now I'm just now you just I picturing a polite 45-year-old actual shepherd from Germany like actual German shepherd German, like that, that's that, that some young American I had nothing Slovenia to do with the war into yeah. <laughs> that's war war we go uh on the it's just going back a little bit oh please off of the German shepherds uh you, you're talking about casting a German shepherd and that's the mm-hmm. whole thing it's like I also gotta be practical effects I oh. can, cannot do that that CGI nonsense a thousand times Yes, it's why American Werewolf in London is talked about as one of the movies we ended up watching for this, and it's why uh, the Wolfman 2010 oh my God. Oh, isn't yeah. spoken about, but the original oh, yeah. kind of still is, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, no, the original Wolfman, because I watched uh, the transformation sequence in like the beginning and end of the Wolfman, um, mm-hmm. just to kind of refresh myself yeah, on sure. it, and I forgot how they did that effect. Um, so it, it's just three fade-ins looking mm-hmm. at his legs. And the legs start off as human legs and then kind of like turning, like crossfade mm-hmm. into um, like hairier legs and crossfade into wolf legs. And how they did that is that actor whose name, it's Leo Bogosi. L- Lon right? Chaney Jr. Lon Chaney Jr. No, uh, Bogosi is Dracula. Yes, mm-hmm. Dracula. Um, yeah, or it's f- Karloff's Frankenstein slash the mummy. And then Lon Chaney Jr. is pretty much anybody else yeah <laughs> claude rains is the invisible man but that's the only pretty much the only other one yeah but he plays talbot like he's always the wolf man right yes. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but how they did this effect this crossfade into transformation effect is he had to sit there for like six hours at, like perfectly still as they applied the makeup so they could get the crossfade so his legs wouldn't oh like shift God. around yeah so it was just like Oh damn, dude! And then he had to like walk a certain way so they wouldn't show that the putty and shit was only yeah. on the tops of his feet because yeah. he was staying still so long. Right. So like, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really cool and kind of like the child's way of how you'd think that effect would work, but yeah. like they actually did it. You know, with just grit and determination. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like that original transformation. Yeah. Um. While we're there, I yeah. can give you uh what some of the best known transformation scenes are. Okay. Probably an American Werewolf in London. Uh, the Howling, I think, is also one that is known for its. Even though I don't oh. love the Howling, it is like well regarded for whatever reason for, as, as a like, werewolf movie. Yes, there's a different <laughs> bar for werewolf it's movies. Absolutely yeah. different. But yeah. an American Werewolf in London is like normal movie good. Oh yeah, I oh, yeah, fucking sure. forget. Uh, I think it's John John Landis. Landis, thank you. Yes, is um, the director. Yes, of American he directed werewolf American Werewolf in London, and it, it won a hundred percent shows. Anyway, please continue. Mo- uh, notable transformation scenes. There is a lesser known one that is of note. Is okay. uh, the Company of Wolves? I think it's called. I did yes. not see this for. No, no, no. I didn't. Okay. I didn't mention it to y'all because it's it's old and it's usually pretty difficult to find. That might have changed now that we have fucking every streaming service on earth. How old? 
Mm. I swear to God, if you say 1992, mm. I'm going to transform into a pile of dust. Wh- why? Because that would mean I'm old, <laughs> and I can't live with that. The Company of Wolves is 1984. Oh, thank God. That was before okay. my parents That's, were married. Okay. That might as well have been Greece. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, tell, tell us about that transformation. Um, it's It's like a bizarro Little Red Riding Hood tale type. Thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of weird shit happens in it, but there is like okay. a, di- a dinner party where everybody turns into werewolves at once. Ooh, okay. So like a mass transformation. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. always yeah. So in transformations, uh, is there a particular, like, do you want it to be grotesque and uh, painful oh, every yeah. time? I, there's no wet hair. Like, why am I even watching it? Well, so I've got one for you guys then. One that we didn't watch, but I think you guys would really like. Uh, Michael Daugherty's movie, Trick or Treat. It oh, was yeah. an anthology oh, movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's one uh, vignette I with in that there. Super hard. Yeah, there's one vignette in there where it looks like the creepy guy is actually following the girl, but he's really le- luring her to her kind of like Bacchic, Yannick, lesbian sex party. Yeah. And they are like in ecstasy and like ripping off each other's skins. And it's sexy and it's like sexual gratification, like the pain of hard fucking. And it's like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, this is a nice take I liked. Yeah, Trick or Treat's one to wait to watch near Halloween. That's like a... It's not, oh, it's not yeah. the yeah. best, but it's, it's oh, I'm excited to Halloween watch it. is fucked. I, 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 I just watched that one bit. I'm excited uh, to watch the whole thing. I think it does the job. Yeah. I, I, it's the job done for I Halloween. think it is good enough to put in a like recommend list for overall Halloween movies, like shit you're going to watch on the night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Fucking absolutely. Um, and that werewolf stuff is good. I need to be honest about something with mm-hmm. werewolf content from all of the content we've watched. Yes. They're almost all the same movie. Yes. And I can't stand it. <laughs> so like because walk us through walk us through the structure here. There's barely any structure. It's to, the, on the scale of good to bad, it's on bad fucking nothing for oh, yeah. 45 to 60 minutes of your 75 minute movie if it's bad. And then again, we're at the bottom of the barrel. Bad transformation into your okay costume throw your corn syrup roll credits the good is interesting character dynamics and dramas and things and and developing sympathy and things for that for 60 to 60 plus minutes five minute absolutely gorgeous transformation throw your corn syrup throw it again Get a tear from your female lead, roll credits. Okay, I'm not going to lie. Apart from the corn syrup, I think you just described the difference between good movies and bad movies generally. <laughs> like, mean, you know, oh, yes. We need generally, good characters yes, right. and a transformation the and then, point, you know, a, no, a tear. No, I just <laughs> mean <laughs> like, just physical like transformation. Yeah, to be, to be clear, I agree with you. <laughs> Werewolf like, movies are shit. I love werewolves. Specifically, that's yes, that's completely the, fair. My eternal curse that they make shit content. Well, yeah, that's once the, again, th- this is my thing with it. Narrative needs to be strong. It doesn't matter how cool the werewolves are, I th- because yeah. the narrative is always fucked up, except for a couple of key instances like American, American Werewolf in London yeah. and Ginger Snaps. Honestly, is yeah. another one of the the good, actually good ones. Yeah, Ginger Snaps is another one that I watched. I watched it last night for this, uh, and I had never seen it. And Ginger Snaps uh, brought me into one of the tropes. I want to go through. Uh, kind of a roundhouse of, uh, or like a round robin of the tropes that I've seen in okay. all these movies. And sure. I'd love to do them with you guys yep. to see if we Absolutely. can nail them before we really get into Ginger Snaps. Cause I think that's one of like the, one of the more unique werewolves movies I've ever seen. And it gets into some themes that are often brought up with werewolves, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, 
weirdly, cameras. And like every werewolf movie, <laughs> there's the flash the camera in their werewolf's face at night oh, yeah. so that you temporarily blind them. That was in Dog Soldiers. That was in fucking Ginger Snaps. That was in... Uh, Goosebumps uh, uh, werewolf skin. Goosebumps werewolf skin. And there's like but one other we- one. But not Werewolf of Fever Swamp. Fuck you. <laughs> My God. Yeah, so that was a weird trope uh, that I didn't really <laughs> expect. And I'm like, not quite sure why this is in every single werewolf movie. Um, I think it's because it, when they need a, you to fight the werewolf like earlier on before you have the item that's going to be able to kill them. And they need some way yeah, to have it. Before you yeah. get to the end of the werewolf dungeon where you get the item that lets yes. you fight the boss. Well, my, my thing yes. is part of the reason why I like werewolves is that when a character or when a person is fighting them, they're literally fighting a gorilla with claws. You know, it's yeah. something about the the huge monstrosity of the thing that's gonna come. Like, dude, that's fucking that's fucking scary, mm-hmm. man. Honestly, oh, and like dog soldiers, they're eight and a half feet fucking tall. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but I pointed this out when and we were all watching beautiful dancers. Dog soldiers, one, they need to go to fucking Alvin Ailey like immediately. They're all ready for Broadway right now. The 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 hilarity, but still a problem if you're taking it seriously, was werewolves, as per usual, dominate people. Stronger, faster, more mm-hmm. vicious, everything. Usually just look, you, you're not even looking, and you're just dead. You A bunch of corn zip, you're all set. That happens at the beginning of the movie or when they're starting to things like... And then there's a point where one of the soldiers gets one of the, do- one of the, the werewolves in a room alone and just puts his hair up and squares up and it's just like let's go and then the the werewolf obliges him and they yeah. get in a bit of a spat that, that was... and he starts throwing bows so, and, just hold, all right. and he, he's holding his own against this fucking werewolf for a T- while to anybody out there listening does that not sound incredible is that not exactly well, what you'd they, ask I'm, out of a film they, they also set in it up in no great. way shape or form am i saying it wasn't awesome to watch i'm just saying Logic. <laughs> no, there's a 10 minute Logic. period in this movie where the character's name is Spoon or Spoon. It is Spoon, yeah, yeah. And like, okay, this guy, it's amazing that he hasn't died already. Like, he's one of those characters that if this was a Cabin in the Woods movie, he would have been the guy like making jokes and smoking pot and definitely would have <laughs> died. And then when they kind of get separated and he starts shadow boxing, like psyching himself up, yeah. like, fuck, don't have a gun anymore. I'm about to square it with this eight foot gorilla with claws. <laughs> and then, yeah. Like Brian said, he's throwing bows and doing it, and he does grabs damage. a knife and goes, like, kss, 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 oh, he stabs the shit out of it. Oh, that, that was awesome. Shit out of it. Again, super hype. But then yeah. he gets eviscerated. <laughs> Sorry to ruin that one for you. Trust Spo- me, you will not remember these characters' names when you watch Dog Soldiers. 2001 movie? The movie yeah. can vote. For so the, shut for the, rec- the fact that it's a 2001 movie is important because they come in and someone says, is there Spoonie anymore? And someone goes... There is no spoon. Like it looks at the camera. Yeah, might like, as well have looked the matrix right at the camera. Yeah, yeah, like ridiculous bit. I will say, I don't know what it's sounding like right now, but I, you have my glowing endorsement for going to watch. Dog By the Soldiers. way, yeah, could not recommend Dog Soldiers enough. Oh yes. yeah, it's I, not like it's it's fun as a B horror action film. Yeah, but it does the right B horror action yeah. stuff. It makes you care about the. No, it's a good one. Of the meat locker that's about to be spilled everywhere. There there is actual acting in it. It is like the director was like talented. (laughs) It was not it's not like a piece of shit. It feels a lot like watching James Cameron's aliens. Like it's the same. You've got guys in suits, you've got uh, military guys with guns. But yes. (laughs) But it's it's, but it's like the British 
meaning worse version of James Cameron what? Alien. <laughs> All right. God bless the Queen, I guess. I know. So please, they don't know how to use guns. That's that, an America thing. That was my favorite thing about it, the performance thing, because mm-hmm. one of the main guys is an actor named Sean Pertwee, who, if you've watched Gotham, that's Alfred. That's the only place I know him from. But where they're doing the shtick of the usual things, and then there's this scene, like, really close to the end where it's down to, like, the main guy, Sarge, and, like, one other soldier, maybe, like, the girl. Like, that's pretty much it. And he just, like, turns to him, and he starts, like, talking about, like, who he is and who he's supposed to be and what he's not and what he can't be cut. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> knock it off with the performance, dude. You're in a fucking dog soldiers. Like, what are you doing? It was really good. <laughs> like you could tell because all of us stopped quipping yeah, and we nobody, just were entranced by this monologue. Said a word. <laughs> yeah, was, God uh, damn. Davos from yes. Game of Thrones was also in it as one of the villains, and he was as a prick. Yeah, he was very fun, very good. Uh, as well as Alfred from Gotham. What did I just say? Oh, never mind. Totally ignored. <laughs> Who was that. I just talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> Who's to say? Sometimes I feel did like we're trance? talking and Taylor's just sitting there like, mm, I can't wait. To to say this yeah, thing. <laughs> he literally hears two Charlie Brown teachers going, man, when is it my turn to say stuff? <laughs> it's like a like a Shakespeare script where you just get the cue lines. Like, I just hear, okay, that's my cue. Back in. Showtime. Showtime. You wait for an up on the end of a sentence, and you're like, ah, there's my in. I'm going to say whatever I want. <laughs> like a dog that hears a whistle. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right, Taylor? Oh, yeah, amazing. absolutely. And also unrelated things, <laughs> which are incredibly related to the thing. While we're talking about awesome action movies. Oh, <laughs> I won that is an awesome action movie. Oh. It's just I, I if you if I were to I'm just going to describe. I don't know if you've watched it. Goosebumps, the werewolf skin episodes. No, I haven't seen those. Yeah, I did see werewolf of fever swamp, but I did not see the uh, let me just cover werewolf skin. Well, Please. That's the one thing I want to mention about Werewolf of Fear Swamp for anybody that's watched it. <laughs> it's a family that moves to the swamp yes. because the parents are quote unquote scientists. Yeah, <laughs> always a classic. They they have a lab it's that's like in a quotes. barn that has like the great mouse detective like beakers and like all the chemicals like oh, the like glowing the spinny, chemicals, the, the, the ice, spinny yeah. glass tube, and yeah, yeah the Erlen Meyer flasks. Like yes. they're mad chemists. But they're there to do this experiment where they try to describe it as if it's not this. But what they're clearly doing is they've brought a bunch of deer from the woods to the <laughs> swamp. And they're going to dump them out in the swamp the and see what happens. <laughs> oh <my God>. You <laughs> know, there is a term for these people. They're called novel novel ecosystem like biologists. They, they usually just, <laughs> just study like, okay, like things are going extinct. So now let's look at this one versus like, I'm going to make a new ecosystem. I think <laughs> like, they're called, I'm going to do this. I think they're called animal murderers. <laughs> There's no like. They're like, called kooks. Yeah, they're oh, called kooks. Well, if you had really watched the episode, you know deer are extremely adaptive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally as I was saying yeah. it. Tell that to like, the bumper uh, I company. Set up, <laughs> I set him up. I, yeah, I, just, I played myself. But I just want to talk about how cool Please, werewolf, skin werewolf skin is. Because yes. there, there is a a few different, there's a lot in werewolf lore if you actually look at, if you like read through all the mythology for it, there's Please. a lot of stuff that isn't I also, used. I also do hope we go through some of that instead of oh, just I've, shitting on a bunch of bad movies. I've got a, I've got a good amount for us. Excellent, okay. So there's, there's a bunch of little things like if you want to turn into a werewolf, you can find where a werewolf uh, like a werewolf or a wolf paw print and drink it while the full moon if there's if like there's water in the paw print and the full moon is shining on the water that's in there then you can drink it and become a werewolf 
Okay. I'm not going to lie. That just sounds like it will work. I don't know why that clicked in my brain. Like, yeah, I'm not going to lie. If this was 300 years ago and someone told me that, I would absolutely believe that. Well, it's hair of the dog, right? Hair of the dog. It's like uh, magnets ooh. as medicine. Yeah, so How what, do they work? <laughs> one of the ones that I think is more interesting is that people have some sort of item that they can put on to purposely transform into a werewolf. So the, the Goosebumps... Oh! And I, I'll get to a crazy one for that a little bit later. Sure. But the, this Goosebumps episode, it's the kid is visiting his parents for like a month, but he still goes to elementary school while he's there, or whatever school he's in. He goes sorry, to. I'm sorry. He he's goes to visiting his parents. He, sorry, his aunt and uncle. I was like, oh, is something raw? Like, and no, he no. Can, he's visiting his aunt are, and uncle. Is this set in like San Quentin in the penitentiary, <laughs> and they can only? <laughs> when was the last time you saw this episode, Jorge? Uh, like a week ago. Okay, because I was gonna say, like, if it had been a child, it just sounds like mom and dad went on a bender and dumped this kid off at auntie, auntie and uncle's house, and like maybe that doesn't register Dude, to the child been. audience. Yeah, he goes. He he goes <laughs> to visit them in Wolf Creek. Stop it. <laughs> okay. But he finds out that they are also, like also because of the movie Wolf Creek. This is absolutely taking a different turn. <laughs> but they they have they don't do it on purpose. They're cursed, but they have to like at night go and put on their werewolf skin and turn into werewolves. And these werewolves are fucking badass, though. They're like they're, they're practical effects, and they actually look Ooh. pretty good. So there's like this sweet scene where he's like trying to look out his window, and there's bars on it. And they both pop up as werewolves, and he's like in his room, and there's these like werewolf arms, and they're like they're snarling hard, dude. Oh it's my like, god! You want to know? It's an, scary, man. Another like bad werewolf movie that has a great looking werewolf, terrible transformation, but Dark Moon, uh, from the mid '90s. It was like a mom and a daughter. I don't know that one. It's the one where the the famous line like "Get your hands off my fucking son," and she. Damn pop, dirty pop, 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 pop. Yeah, like pops the werewolf a couple of times, but they it's all practical, but the werewolf like is all it's one of the all black ones. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's that's what the goosebumps ones are. Oh yeah. And it's just like they the like the face articulates just for a quick second, like they did they you know, they only captured it for a second, like, wow, that was a well articulated puppet. That yeah. was really good in and that I, moment. Yeah, it's like it's like ten seconds worth of it, but and it, then it, it shut down completely. Yeah, I know. And it just turned into Bruce the Jaws monster. You know, like <laughs> but that's a, a weirdly good looking one. Thinking about like like animal effects where they articulate the face always yeah. just makes me hear the sound. <laughs> <laughs> think about the eyebrows going up like it's Harry and the Hendersons. Well, have you ever, uh, uh, you guys ever seen like the the images of when the Jim Henson puppeteers are underneath their giant puppets that uh, have like eyebrows and shit, and they're just it's like connected to their toes, elbows, and fingers, yeah. and like and that's why they always have that one classic. <laughs> no eyebrow look because it's just you can raise it with one finger. Yeah, dude. Sam the Eagle's boss at doing that one. Dude. Yeah. Well, he's always so serious all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so while we're hitting up the the putting shit on, and you yes. want to hear a little bit more about mythology. Well, this isn't mythology. This is actually kind of true crime, I guess. Oh. Um, this is this is one of my favorite. So if you actually go back and look uh, in Europe more so than in America. Yeah. During the witch trial eras, they also persecuted a bunch of I, werewolves. And it was usually werewolves that said that they also had werewolf but uh, Witches that said they also had, had werewolf, werewolf powers. powers. Yeah. yeah. So one of my favorites is Peter Stump, the werewolf of Bedbird. Have you ever heard me talk about him? I actually um, don't think so. He, They arrested him, and he said because he had been murdering, like, 14 kids over yeah. many years. And, like, eating... Like the fetuses out of pregnant women, oh my and like God. eating brains, and like one of them was his niece, and 
He, in court, said that the devil had given him a belt that allowed him to turn into a werewolf and do this stuff. They did not find the belt. (laughs) If you're wondering. I... Well, color me shocked. We didn't find the belt. Someone has that goddamn belt. That's in some secret it's vault somewhere. Hope now. it, dude. At best, it's in some secret vault. At worst, some dude's going. All right, here we go. <laughs> like, Let's do it. Yeah. Well, that. Uh, uh, so I've got another one here for you. And Jorge, I want to see if I can stump you on this one. You ever heard of the werewolves of Ossery? How do you spell Ossery? O s s o r y. Maybe. So Ossery was a kingdom of early medieval Ireland. No. Um, so the werewolves <laughs> of Ossery come up in a lot of Irish, English, and Norse works. Uh, they are werewolves that are all descended from a legendary king called Lygnic Faelid. Uh, and he gives rise to the kings of uh, the legendary kings of Ireland. They are apparently all descended from werewolves. Uh, do you know what God, year God, that explains that is? so much. Like what year the origin of all that is from? Uh, yeah. So I've got, um, let's see. Well, further back than 1650, he is a medieval, uh, 12th century. Okay, the because I'm I the one that I always hear as the oldest like myth, werewolf mythology is uh, King Lycaon of Greek mythology. Greek. But you said it appears in something else. Yeah, so it's King. Uh, in Greek, Lyce- it's uh, Lycaon, uh, uh, but Lycaon, like Lucas, Lycanthrope, it just means yeah, yeah. wolf. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So there is a Greek story. I found one for us. Um, so yeah, if we want to go to some of the oldest ones that I know of, that I found for us, uh, the basic story of King Lycaon is he is the king of a place called Lycia, um, and a hermit comes to him, and like King Lycaon suspects, this is the version that Ovid tells, mm-hmm. he suspects that this hermit is a deity, so he feeds <laughs> them the flesh of his 50th son, Nyctimus. Oh. Uh, like his inf- he feeds his infant child to the stranger. The stranger apparently pulls off his Scooby-Doo mask, reveals himself to be Zeus, and goes, dude, you're not pulling one over on me, and turns him into a wolf. See, um, the one I know is Lycaon of Arcadia, and he was Arcadia. Home. Sorry, it becomes Lycia after this story. So, well, in this one, he is friends with all of the gods already, <laughs> and they like party together, <laughs> and everything's awesome. And he decides to be cheeky and pull one over on the gods by feeding him like two of his sons. And so, then, and I was gonna that, say, I was gonna it. say, uh, why is that putting one over on a god? It feeding them your infant son. Uh, there's there's a big um, motif in Greek mythology that like eating human flesh is hideous. Like it's it's the ultimate monstrous act to eat a human being. Oh, like so, so you just know. gonna fuck with the guy? Yeah, you ate whatever. Yeah, sort of well, like a Titus like a, Andronicus it's, thing. Of like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's about the only way yeah. that you could get one over on a god is okay. making them commit what they even think is a sin. Okay. okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So the the, the totally one worth I it told, to kill that kid. Yeah. Right, uh, dude. And that it, happens. It wasn't. A lot. By the like, way, um, it's, spoiler. It absolutely was not. Agamemnon's history, the House of Atreus, like his father's brother fed his children to him. Like they feed their children to yeah. each other, and that's why their entire house forever is damned. <laughs> it takes a village. That's why. <laughs> yeah, well, a slightly smaller village afterward. <laughs> um, but I found one. So there's that reference. Um, let's see. Uh, Herodotus, the historian, has a, a version of the werewolf story that I thought you guys would like as well. Um, there is a magical tribe that Herodotus calls the, the Jews. No. <laughs> um, they are called the Neri near Scythia. Um, and they are a, gr- a race of people who can apparently turn into wolves and turn back again. So, I don't know. There's 
the older story there. Yeah, because King Glycan just gets turned to a wolf. I think he might turn back eventually, but mostly he just gets turned to a wolf. So that's like, the theme. Oh, he's not, stuck not, as he yeah, is. It's, it's not, not like a not fun... Super exciting, yeah. All these, yeah. Uh, all these, pretty much all the Greek and Romans ones that I see, like they turn into a wolf and they're always turning back. Like this idea of you're cursed with lycanthropy doesn't really happen. Um, there's Herodotus history. Plato talks about our werewolf and the Republic. Uh, he compares it to a tyrant, how they're hot and they're cold. They're yes and they're no, like a man and a wolf. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quick one. Wait. But uh, <laughs> the one that I wanted to bring up to you guys, the one that I thought you guys would like the best, um, is comes from the Satyricon by Patronus, which is typically like the, the big one that Woo! people talk about. Um, and I have it here for us that I thought you guys would I really like. some shots of Patronus. Hell yeah. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but the basic story is this guy is going out a partying with his buddy, and he goes like, hey, man, I know this hot, hot brothel just down the road. You want to come with me? And the dude's like, sure. So they walk through a graveyard, which is a very popular thing in uh, at least the Roman version. Like, they're always in graveyards. And the dude turns around to his buddy, and he sees his clothes are on the ground. He's uh and then just sees him turn into a wolf whoa what the shit and then his clothes turn to stone so that no one can find them whoa jesus so he goes to this house of ill repute Um, (laughs) 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 why'd you say that random name that nobody knows about (laughs) weirdly semitic of you just you know it's just um yeah yeah, then he goes goes to this he goes to the house of ill repute and there he sees like his 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 whore uh, being eaten like literally eaten by the wolf that he just saw his friend transform into oh shit and just you know and then that's this is the first time where i see like the the absolute monstrous thing the Mm. other the other big trope that i thought you guys would like is in going on that same thing that eating flesh is monstrous in greece Mm -hmm. people never are forced to stay wolves unless they eat human flesh while they are wolves like that's a really common motif among a lot of these stories that's what keeps you as a wolf yeah that's that's what the curse is is if you eat human flesh while you're the wolf now you're damned but does it give you the hunger whilst you're a wolf i'm not quite sure that would be the interesting the the terrifying part of it where you're like i don't want to do this but man as a wolf people just look so damn delicious and you're just trying not to until you eventually do and then you get stuck as a wolf forever yeah the uh the other weird things that i found in like ancient versions of the werewolf is uh when they talk about it almost as a psychological condition it's a type of melancholy and the symptoms are always the same your eyes can't produce tears your mouth doesn't produce saliva and you like to hang out in graveyards like that's a weird consistent three-part they just need an iv drip (laughs) i know right like nope that guy's a lycanthrope clinical lycanthropy as well it's not like a dsm confirmed disorder but it's uh i believe anytime somebody has a delusion that they are an animal Mm -hmm. or they turn into an animal or they've been turned into an animal or going to be turned into you know any type of animal is it's it's like it's not that they (laughs) brian's looking at me like are there actually i was literally (laughs) like i swear to god no, no, it's 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 delusions. It's not. They start uh, yes. growing when hair. You, once and, you said DSM, I was yeah. like, oh, gotcha. It's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can look it up. Not yeah. yeah. <laughs> to round us out, the uh, the last one that I don't think anyone really considers, um, there is a mentioning in the Epic of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is try is the is attempted to be seduced by the goddess Ishtar, who is famous for turning her last lover into a wolf, and that was the earliest mentioning of a uh, human turned, turned into, into a wolf, wolf that I could find. You know, I think we get a lot of it 
because in Europe people used to get eaten by wolves all the time. All the time. Yeah. I literally yeah. all the time. I, I am I am definitely of that mind that part, but I I was vaguely interested because I'm I'm listening to Mind Hunter currently, the the John Douglas book, and he mentions this only in passing, but it did get me thinking, especially with the episode topic, about the idea of the werewolf sort of mythology and story taking more of a shape because basically serial killers or the type you know of person was around committing horrible things and to ration it out you know rationalize it and reason it through those sort of folklore stories come to either like paste over it or somehow deal with that in some way i feel like and that's with a... that story like uh, the with history i kind of don't think it's the case mostly because a bunch of bad shit happened anyway so it's With not like exactly mythology, whatever you mean? but yeah exactly like in you know there's already enough horrible stuff but like when you were talking about the witches with werewolf powers and like you know Mm -hmm. that is where I lean towards they might have been doing something with that regard, even if they didn't catch somebody actually doing something. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to say because a lot of like of the course. witch trial stuff is them clearly just, just making shit up confess, and just saying the, exactly, yeah. Being crazy, but I mean, everything I've seen about Peter Stump makes it seem like he probably like definitely killed those people That's and what was I'm also saying. delusional. It's see, exactly, so it's... Um, and there's there's a few of them you can, you can find out there that will talk about all this crazy werewolf shit. God. I feel fun. like psychologically, like, like the the idea of the werewolf always comes down to like you know humans' animal nature versus their yeah. like rational nature, and the, they fear that something animal in us is going to take over. Exactly, which is also why, especially with the that part of the lore, I do, I could see a through line of making that the story about things to tell people who are you know not whatever, because it is strikingly different from something like a vampire, where. That's just an evil entity that acts on its own. Like, it's cursed to be this way, but the curse is that you you can't go out anymore, and if someone runs a tap, you're fucked. Like, those are the, the, the things that end up... Remember the running so, yeah, water? The running water. The running water. They, they, they can't uh, move through running uh, water. Your garden hose is your best defense. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they're, they, they're iron deficient. They have other... Like, that's one thing, but... Yeah, you're what, just, like, supernaturally have, anemic. Uh, it's just... A, <laughs> But you have autonomy. You do like you're you're still you in that in a sense of it. It depends on which. I mean, Buffy universe, a demon takes over your body. Sure, but we're that's fucking come fright on. night, dude. You just love doing what you do. <laughs> but specifically, the idea of being with werewolves is you you're losing yourself in it. Like you're talking about with the like it is very much a I can't control myself. So I could see either as an excuse with talking about saying like. I couldn't control, like, you know, the belt came on and I just did my thing. I didn't do whatever, that sort of stuff. Like, so yeah. I, I, it's also why werewolf movies fucking blow dicks is because <laughs> the transformation's the hype point And then it's like unleashing a dog or an, like mm -hmm. vampire movies, you get the intrigue of like whatever and the power, that sort of stuff. So werewolves are, you're not outsmarted. Well, you can, but it's rudimentary. I'll agree on the movies, but werewolves in TV shows, I feel like, offer us a really cool opportunity. So that's, like, totally different. <laughs> so, like, it's one I of those. just had better media in TV for werewolves. It's true. Uh, yeah. But uh, going back to different tropes <laughs> that I notice, so. whenever a werewolf <laughs> is talking about lycanthropy, it is every single movie, every single television, always referred to as the wolf. It is the wolf. <laughs> or it, the time of the month. Or the time they of the month, if it's a joke. woman. Yeah, they love they that really joke. Do, yeah. Um, I, I'm a... I, agree with what you said brian for modern times 
Okay. Old timey wolves, like in mythology, like Taylor's talking about, they're just getting turned into a wolf. Exactly. Mainly that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but they're. I think they're usually still conscious. They just like they're just a wolf. I don't think they really talk about what happens to them after they become a wolf. But uh, it, the the point seems to be that they got turned. Like, but then the the old timey like witch trial werewolves, they like they're always purported as evil, like as they are like the. Peter Stump puts on the belt himself. That's true. Yeah, he conspires yeah. with the devil to do these. He's things. like, yes, this is so hype. It's in I think modern times where they've switched the metaphor more from the beast into this uh, this illusion yeah. for puberty. Going from like an e yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a puberty thing. That's why Ginger Snaps is the way that it is. And there's uh, a <laughs> there's a like a there's an old video game. It's Shit, I forgot the name of it. There's like a little Red Riding Hood game, and it, it, it's like a, one of those artistic experiences more. You pick oh. one of the little <laughs> Red Riding Hood girls, and okay. you like they tell you to go to Grandma's house, and you have to stay on the path. And if you get off of the path and walk into the woods, you get lost like pretty quickly, and uh -huh. like you can't get back. And then you eventually uh, run into some metaphor for growing up <laughs> and the wolf gets you and then you end up at a demented version of grandma's house okay how the, old is this game like 90s i think okay uh, so like a it's kind of interesting because the older the girl is the more it turns into like oh this is like a cool guy in a v-neck with a cigarette <laughs> god <laughs> damn it whereas if you're if you're a tiny little kid it's actually like a full-blown werewolf so Okay, so it's more of a caricature in that, yeah. but then it it's becomes more and more appealing later. Yeah, yeah. as we grow older, we, yeah. meet, we meet real monsters. Yeah. Exactly. Their name is Whoa. Chad. They drive a T-Bird. Like, we all have met them. <laughs> Damn you. Smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Leave T-Birds alone. <laughs> <laughs> also, for a second, I thought you said he's in the T-Birds, and yeah. I went, they're fine. Well, well, no. Well, oh, come on, Jenny. I know you want to have a what? beer, babe. Like, I yeah, mean, we've all met, we've met the monsters. T-Birds are cool, and beers are cool, so... Well, yeah, but the idea is like the skeevy guy who is kind of like, but Dylan, I can't. I think we've put it together. Yeah, I okay. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry. no. That yeah. was that wasn't meant as you specifically. That was an all together. Like I think, yeah, we've put we've yeah. successfully like you've got an idea of the the dick that we're the talking dead about. horse is coming out, and we're gonna yeah beat and it. And the game is actually called The Path. Oh, okay. It's a psychological horse. Check Art it out game. on wherever it is. A uh, good fucking luck. <laughs> Corey, <laughs> do you uh, do you want to? We've mentioned Ginger Snaps a few times. Do you want to kind of give us a little bit more about Ginger Snaps? Yeah, sorry, I, I said nineties. It's two thousand nine. I have no idea when anything was released. You, uh, wow, man, um, did you time? <laughs> I did really bad on one of the other episodes. Uh, but yes, Ginger Snaps. <laughs> uh, it is two young rebellious teenage girls who are goth. It's nineties as fuck. Even though it's not the '90s in that movie, it's 2002-ish, right? something like that. That's yeah. pretty yeah. much still the '90s. Yeah, till 2005. Still picking up the slot. Uh, and one of them gets bit by a werewolf. Yes. And then there's like puberty stuff going on at the same time that werewolf stuff's going on. And there's definitely a guy with a van who wants to give you cigarettes and beer. <laughs> yeah, like the the what? you're kind of really <laughs> kind of belittling the metaphor there because i think they do a really good job <laughs> no it's it. awesome i see yeah, i've said from the beginning ginger snaps is one of the good ones yeah 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 for sure um he doesn't but, no he's trying not to give away all the cinematic brilliance you're gonna see so he's just telling you there's a creep with a van and two girls one who gets bit by a werewolf <laughs> It's also one of the better transformations uh um, it's good like it takes place over the entire movie and then there's like a cronenberg fucking horror transformation yeah how do you guys like it as a puberty metaphor like how does it sit with you does it sit well does it add up 
is it too simple? Is it like well, I, th- I think what Ginger Snaps shows us is that it works really well. Uh, like, what is the experience of dealing with your animalistic desires? Like, as a child, you don't really have much apart from like I want, I want, I want. But like yeah. when you start getting hormonal and you like you are more subject either as a man or a woman to like the chemicals and the the animal history like that's happening in your body. It your feels need more to like procreate, a need. pull. Yeah, like yeah. That I think that that same thing is present in like the wolf. Like ah yes, the sex. Like the sex inside <laughs> me wants to be had. It wants to come out. Same thing. Like the wolf wants to do sex stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it works well as a metaphor for those reasons, and I think Ginger Snaps does a dope job with it. And I think the path actually does a good job of using it to make set up very creepy scenarios. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I, I don't find it very compelling, and and but they don't use it a lot in most of. It. I think it belongs more That's, in literature than yeah. in film and TV. I think though the one, the two that you guys, I was I was watching before on my own uh one was the mtv show teen wolf Dude, which so does good. an excellent job of this because they're all teens and at least in the first season i did catch a glimpse of the third season promos and they made he, three seasons he fucking glo- the, oh, yeah. the main my character fucking God. glows up into like a man but in the first season <laughs> man, the first season wolf. he's got that fucking that hair that fucking the like oh, a he smaller said, version, See a later boy. a small version of it, like a, a shorter version of it. Yeah, but he's he looks like. Can you can you describe that without hand motions? It's like a. It's the, like the I wear checkered vans. Like a sw- yes, like a it is absolutely like I wore Volcom Stone. If you're gonna age myself, oh, yeah. uh, Vans <laughs> and Volcom Stone T-shirt, like something like that. Um, I but skateboard a, but unironically a, swoop. <laughs> exactly um so he has that going on he looks very young but like clearly as the show he gets older um the other one that was actually interesting was that movie wolf with jack nicholson michelle pfeiffer which again i just had the theory that i think the screenwriter probably of all the people maybe a producer just tricked all these good actors into being in a dumb werewolf movie like yeah it was just like surprise it's actually you are getting bit by a wolf and you're turning into a werewolf and you have to uh now go kill this deer in the woods but was it and okay? we have to film it it was a good movie it's check it dude. actually was a legitimately like good movie but it was interesting because he you know i think he's looked 40 since he was 12 yeah but um yeah he look he's very like middle age you know a little older in this one and they use a lot of it with not necessarily puberty, but talking about like the animal instinct of things. Cause he gets this virility, you know, and drive when he gets bitten by the wolf and oh, he starts changing. It's a metaphor for Viagra. Exa- and it's, but it's just about, and then he, it starts affecting his life. Like he's had a whatever thing. He starts seeing this other girl cause his wife cheated on him. He tries to fuck over the young guy who stole his job at the beginning of it, who was the new alpha and he tries to become the alpha like you know yeah a lot of that good stuff is in there yeah great job of like yeah tying the wolf to toxic corporate masculinity like there's a point where jack nicholson pisses on another dude's shoes he goes what the fuck you doing man i'm like just marking my territory and like you know they've a couple of lines solid nicholson (laughs) thank you i do i I like it when their their hormones get all fucked up yeah um but at that, that point, to me, it's not as much of a metaphor. Their hormones are just getting fucked up. Because it's just I think that's cool. It's, they, uh, it's, there's, it's metaphor yeah. in giant white block letters on the screen. There's a there's the great one from Being Human was that BBC show later made to an American television show, which definitely you don't need watch, to watch. Not the American one, but definitely the watch the UK BBC Being Human. 
Yeah, it's about a, a vampire, okay. a werewolf, and a ghost that all share an apartment. That um, is what it's about. Please, just, that sounds great. Just bear bear with us. It's 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 <laughs> literally it's the BBC. You know, they they made Downton yeah. Abbey exciting. So like, it's a, they they have some powers there. Um, but the werewolf is kind of a sheepish guy, like an intellectual type. But he's got the wolf, and his senses get all heightened every time he's getting close to it. And there's like he there's this one point where. He gets into an argument with a lady doctor. Uh, he works as an orderly, and the wolf is coming. So he just starts going like mad, fucking fuck crazy all during it, and it's <laughs> it's very funny because you see him like, and it's at the moment of climax for him. He's just, oh my god, what am oh, I oh my like, god, this is awful. <laughs> they do such a good job of tying it in there. Oh my god. Um, so I just want to rapid fire off some of our suggestions for do and do not watch because it's you really got to know yeah. it before you're going to waste a couple hours a, on a werewolf movie. A thousand percent you need to know. So you might be tempted by Cursed, which is Wes Craven and was stuck in development hell for a while and seemed like it was going to be super good. It's not good. <laughs> just skip that one altogether. Um, what do you want to go through the no-nos first and we'll go through the yes-yeses later? I, I only got a couple. Um, yep. What the What's the... Ron Swanson. What's the actor's Nick name? Nick Offerman. There's a chubby Nick Offerman in it. I don't mean it's a chubby version of Nick Offerman. I mean it was Nick Offerman back when he was When chubbier. he had weight, yes. Yes. He's in it without as deep of a voice, so that's kind of funny. Does he have a mustache? Yes. Okay, all right. That's something. Yeah, but no, that <laughs> movie was, something to cling that movie was to. fucking awful. Don't watch that one. There's the okay. Wolfman remake. 2010. Which is another one where they tricked a bunch of celebrities into it. Yeah. <laughs> Emily Blunt, Benicio del Toro, uh, Hugo Weaving, Sir Anthony. Sir Anthony Hopkins, and it's garbage. Horrible. So slow. That director makes only horrible slow movies of watching people walk down hallways. On paper, it's an amazing movie. The score is by Danny Elfman of Nightmare Before Christmas fame and Oingo Boingo and, fame. And half of the movies you've seen. And me. half of the like, movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody did their job but the director. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and then do watch Monster Squad and Fright Night because there is a werewolf in that. Oh, so I get Wolfman's to say it got again. Nards. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, I would say definitely Ginger Snaps. Um, yeah, yeah, Ginger Snaps. A Dog Soldier we mentioned before. Definitely do watch. Uh, Dark Moon, if you get a chance, okay. um, watch it. It's not a great one, but it's it's interesting to see a mom and a son dynamic in it. Um. And trick or treat, which we mentioned earlier, I think are my yeah. yeses. I don't really have any big no nos. I have. Oh, really... I was just doing I... new ones. Oh, every, new ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen exactly. through the episode exactly. again. You'll figure. You clearly were recommending certain things. My one big no no is a TV show called Hemlock Grove. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't watch. Don't it. touch it with a fifty foot pole. Oh my god! Like yeah, everything they should, wrong. They should is about show it. it to but just I'll just say this: first episode is directed by Eli Roth. Of course it is. So yeah. that should that should be enough if you know the name. Yep. If you don't, uh, it looks like somebody vomited Vaseline on the lens for about half of the shots, and then the other half look like they're in like high school's first playset. Yeah, people are doing accents that shouldn't be. The only good part of it is that Bill Skarsgård is in it. He's Pennywise in the new It movie. I was again. Say, he's good in it. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Fine. I mean, but he's they, a good actor. He does yeah. his job. He does, yeah. he does what but he they has should to. Literally, therapists should keep Hemlock Grove on hand for children who've been traumatized by the new It movies. <laughs> like, don't worry, don't worry. We can show <laughs> him being a goober. <laughs> look, look at him. Look at yeah. what he's doing. Here. It's fine. Doesn't matter how you good think he's going to scare anybody. Yeah, like, come on. What? Nobody's scared here. Are you? I'm certainly not. Trying to reintroduce. Yeah. Oh my god. 
like a gentle form of immersion therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely agree. Do not watch him. Correct. Yeah, garbage. Any season never gets any better. I know what you're thinking. That was one of those. I went deep. It, it was. Get any it better. was relatively early, and then like that was one of the new Netflix things when that was they like were the like first batch. Yeah, that was in like the House of Cards. I swear that, that, I think that was like, like uh, the Lily Hammer era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. real. Like, Dude, it was literally like wave. House of Cards. I think it was the second. Yeah, like I think it was the second, maybe the third one, something like that. I'm surprised they're not out of business. I mean, to be fair, dude, they cards, soared with heist, the, House of Cards. They, yeah. they were smart, and they went, okay, this one's definitely going to sell, and we're pretty confident in this one. So we'll send House of Cards out first, get the big win, and then like, oh, but also Hemlock Grove if you want. And then I think they had enough goodwill from everything else that people were like, I don't give a shit about Hemlock Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, well, oh, they're, they're, they're still they new. It's quick, fine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're still trying to figure out that CW formula, you know? It feels oh, yeah. so CW. How do no, you make it? CW's much no. better, dude. dude. CW knocks it out of the park every time, dude. It is true. You want to talk is. Supernatural? Oh, I was going to say Supernatural was the big other one. You want to talk fucking iZombie, dude? Oh, Supernatural, also inexcusably bad werewolves. But that's like terrible werewolves. Correct. They need to be full furry or yeah. bust. Yeah. I, I don't remember how the True Blood Wolves are. But uh, Joe Manganiello is the whole damn meal, so I'm good with whatever. True Blood wolves start—they just turn into wolves. Ah, uh, that's like, whatever. Yeah. yeah, Joe Manganiello is still fucking Jesus Christ. Who's who he in True Blood? He uh, Al Al Alcide. Alcide. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah like, he could fucking get it. Cake. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Because uh, I know someone's gonna <laughs> hit us up if we don't mention it. The Underworld series. <laughs> yeah. Fucking who gives yeah. A shit? I just I really I'm I normally sorry. don't care about pure action. Werewolf there, anything, it's so edgelord. T- I'm amazed that wasn't full of Evanescence songs on its soundtrack, and, the, dare- I and the Daredevil got two that. of them. Like, yeah. fucking Ooh, nuts. Uh, the Wolfman in Van Helsing, CGI, but it's not CGI? a bad Probably werewolf. Cave the best CGI werewolf that there is. Yeah, surprisingly, it's pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm, tra- I'm trying to like. Guy, though. I'm trying to like shake up my brain. That was the that was the That's one Talbot. In the movie, it is Lewis Talbot. Because like it's all the original. Because like, she's universals. well, because it's Kate Beckinsale's brother, so she's a Talbot in that. Then is I, that correct? I think so. I might be like splicing together shit it's because fine. it's. I really like, do not. It's rem- all the originals because they do Frankenstein, Dracula. It's De- like dead ass. The only good part of that movie is the intro because it's in black and white and it's Dracula at making Dr. Frankenstein create the monster, and then that's why the villagers come and attack the cat. Like. The, putting that all together and it all looks like a fucking 40s movie or 30s movie watch that and then the second the words van helsing get on screen run away so that hugh jackman isn't just ruined for you i'm fine with it honestly it dinks him it it drops him a little bit i'm sorry are you serious there's nothing great going on there but it's like no fun it's fine trust me after i mean after any wolverine movie he's fine but after logan Pretty much untouchable to me. He's always going to be great, but you want to Van shatter? Helsing was before that. Yep, it got a dink. All right, like do you want to do you want to shatter your image of Hugh Jackman? Straight to VHS, Oklahoma, where Hugh Jackman plays Curly. That'll shatter your image Whoa. of Hugh Jackman. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm Hugh Jackman. I'm singing the beginning of uh, Oklahoma. He's like on a horse on a soundstage with corn head. around him. It is. Bad. I can't wait to watch that tonight. Oh yeah, dude. Okay. I've got it on VHS in the other room. Of course you do. <laughs> if there's nothing else, I don't what think so. Were we calling this new segment? What did you had a name for it? Oh, the 
the whoopsie doodle whittle moments. <laughs> I fucking hate that. <laughs> uh, uh, asterisk title subject to change. Yeah. Subject to change. This is the the portion of the show where we, well, usually the person whose episode it is talks about like a whoopsie doodle whittle moment that they had, like something funny, like a little flub or whatever. Yeah. So To try and humanize us. <laughs> To you, fellow humans, already because <laughs> we put such a po- like a strong foot exactly. forward. So this one's actually relevant to the episode. Uh, Please. <laughs> so Shannon brought up that there was this funny thing happening on the internet, right? Um, where girlfriends kept asking their boyfriends, and tell me if you know the answer to this: uh, why the letter R is on their tampon packaging. I actually have no idea. Do you know? They were all laughing because no men apparently know why the letter R is on tampon packaging. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I don't. And I'm thinking of like reverse. Like, like you know, <laughs> reversible. Like, if it's going in that way, you got to flip it and well, then put it in. They've been saying all sorts of things like reversible <laughs> trying, or yeah. right versus Repeatable, left. Repeatable. Re- uh, right versus left. For that left or right vagina no. that women often have. Yeah, and it's just, it's so horrible being caught in that. It's like, oh, yeah, I literally have no idea. What is it? And she's like, regular. And I'm like, regular? That's, that's kind of mean, don't you think? And she's like, what are you talking about? To call one size more regular than the <laughs> others? No, it's for flow amount. It's not for... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, that's so funny. Oh, like. For me, if I were to put this in wrestling terms, Ooh. you tried the reverse, and then the reverse happened, and you still got dunked. Because <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, do you why mean? don't they just call it media? Yeah, like, just don't <laughs> Oh, my God. For flow amount. Oh. No, that is, that's one of those things where, well, I, I, I equate that to a gendered Sorry. version of you, everyone is always surprised when someone else describes how they wipe their own ass. Like, that's always an eye-opening moment because, like, wait, what the fuck do you do? Like, I've never met someone who goes, oh, that sounds about the operation. No, I was like, no, 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 dude. What the hell are you talking about? You're going to get your something all dirty. Like, every time every time I've heard someone describe, like, their, like yeah. those things that you have to teach yourself, like your bathroom yeah. habits, everyone has a very strong and oh, yeah. entirely unfounded yes. opinion on it. Absolutely. And I, this I is me trying to defend myself. I have a strong unfounded opinion on it, and it's that everybody should use wipes because if you just rub dry paper on your dirty butthole, it's gross. I absolutely agree. But think about this <laughs> one. Wipes cost do you use money. Your, your dominant hand, your non-dominant hand, do you go between your legs or do you go behind? Because that's like the quadrilateral that I've been able to like derive oh, from hearing my, people my talk sounds, about. My, that sounds like a diagram for a different co- uh, absolutely, absolutely topic. No, but that was that's a that's a good whoopsie doodle little moment right yeah, there. That's a good one. Put that, that one really in the good. chamber. That <laughs> that's like a fucking no, but I the, the regular size. Regular size. That's so mean. And I love just, you were trying to be like con like you know socially conscious about it. To be. I just thought it I know, was, but it's just like this because I'm like everything is size medium, not yeah. regular. Like yeah, that's, that's, oh man, yeah. So. Perfect. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's that? What's that coming over the horizon? Oh, I hear it. I hear it. I hear it right now. It's the kids' corner. <laughs> I, I forgot what it was. Oh my god. Do we have anybody for the kids' corner? I just, I, I just did it out of habit. Did not. Check I was like, you. I was like, you did that. I'm like, I don't. Media. I think we're. 
I, did, I think we're I firing check, blanks today. I didn't yeah. check anything. <laughs> well, you know, I just want to thank everybody. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been liking the the sweet, sweet memes lately. Uh, we will have more out. And if you guys can give us an opinion, I've, I don't know quite how dangerously spicy we want to go with one. some of these because I've got a couple that might come out. Um, so just let us know what our threshold is uh, here. I, I do have a small one for the, the kids' corner. Um, I want to th- uh, say shout-outs to Jeff for reminding me specifically and telling me to get this episode out as fast as possible so he could yell about it as well. Um, about when we mentioned in the time travel episode, we talked about Samurai Jack, the Powerpuff Girls, and I specifically didn't mention the Dexter's Lab movie, which involves <laughs> time travel and alternate dimensions oh with God. multiple different Dexters all fighting against evil. And I am sorry about that. That is absolutely correct. Great movie. Yep. We, Damn. we definitely missed that one. Yeah. Somebody Sound also actually somebody else oh. also told us that we didn't mention the Terminator, which is <laughs> Yeah, I can't I cannot believe that we didn't mention that whole franchise, of which another one is coming out Correct. soon. That's of course. Um so, so thank you, Jeff. You're right. Um uh, Jeff has threatened multiple times to yeah, Jeff threatens us all the time, right? To, he threatens us a lot of things, but he threatened to start making a podcast called We Are Friends, where it's just him alone critiquing every episode that we do every week, like the day after. That was uh, that was, and I'm like, please. It was Danny, by the way, who brought up the Terminator. Thank you, Danny. Because- yeah, and uh, <laughs> lastly, thank you, Pat. Uh, for mentioning that we should do another fucking wrestling episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, if you caught my Instagram, I did go to a wrestling event uh, last when, uh, Wednesday the 2nd. I believe it was the 2nd. Had a great, wonderful time. The only reason I didn't bring these two schlobs is because, one, I knew Taylor would say no, and I would fucking hate him forever. And, two, I was invited by Good someone read. else. So I really couldn't figure that out. <laughs> um, but it was Pat great. will also be excited about this episode because I'm pretty sure he's watched Dog Soldiers about a hundred dozen times. <laughs> yeah, good choice, Pat. Because uh, this that is my first time him. watching. This is fucking awesome. Sounds like yeah. Pat has good taste, and he recommended wrestling. So it sounds like you're in the wrong. Do wrestling this. werewolves? Didn't you? There, I, I, I don't know the title of it, but I need to find you something real quick, uh, or I'll find. <laughs> you, I'll show it to you afterwards. Perfect. Yeah. All I right. Mean, but I think that's it for. I think that's it for the kids corner. As always, you can always find us and all of our friends in our corner with kids on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends or on our website, r-we-friends.com. Please, if you haven't already, like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend, do all the things that you usually do for all the things that you like so that we can do more things that you like. Uh, we really appreciate that. Until we see you guys next week on a terrifying evening such as this where the thunder is thundering and the moon rises barely over the hill. I have been your regular flowing co-host, Taylor. I'm your long-in-the-tooth co-co-host, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will be freaking you out next week. (laughs) Huh?